This is the Georgie Fix Show. This is the Georgie Fix Show. I hope you enjoy the time you're with me. I hope you enjoy the time you're with me. Welcome. Yo, 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 what is up? This is your host, Georgie Face, and you're at the Georgie Fig Show. This is the Georgie Fig Show. So today, this episode is for Low Key EP2. Like I said, I'm going to release an episode of my podcast for every episode of Low Key. I'm going to be doing this for every Marvel series that comes out, so just keep that in mind. So, Loki EP2. I'm excited. I haven't seen it yet. I just want to remind you that I haven't seen it. So, I'm watching it at the same time as I'm recording it. So, I can get basically the ideas that I'm... Whatever I'm saying is coming out on the spot. There is no me thinking about later. This is me putting everything out there. And recap. Recap, recap, creep cap. This is spoiler. Big spoiler. If you haven't seen Endgame, you haven't seen any Avengers movies anything stop right now please please i i beg of you mercy mercy please have mercy i beg of you to stop listen to this listen to my next episode my next episode is going to be about the purge so listen to that if you love listening to my voice and entertain get entertained on my ideas and everything i put out there but stop this one come back to it later down the line i'll remind you i'll remind you remember this is episode seven if i'm right now and please come back to it later. I beg of you. Like I said in my last episode, Endgame was such it was such an experience. It literally it was once in a lifetime thing, and I don't know if Marvel can ever bring that back. You know, can they do something just like that, reciprocate the same experience? I don't know, but that was in a once in a lifetime. Ten years of movies came down to one epic movie. To remember, I don't want to spoil that for you. I don't like spoilers. That is my biggest pet peeve. One time, uh, when I was watching Sabrina, one of my closest friends sent me a text. By the way, Sabrina, Teenage Witch. I don't know if you've seen it. The new one on Netflix. But um, one of my closest friends, she sent me a text saying, Hey, have you seen the, the, the last episode or whatever? And she said, Oh, you know, I forgot what it was. But she gave me, said Sabrina or her friend Ross is a witch or something like that and i i just went off on her i said don't, don't let it be the last fucking time that you ever do that to me i'm sorry i i never get mad i never get angry especially my friends my closest friends i don't get mad at them as much i try not to but this time i i went off because that is my biggest pet peeve don't don't spoil something for me i hate that but anyway i don't want to do that to you we're here for the next loki episode and don't forget that the next one will be coming out this Friday, actually. Sorry that I've been very inconsistent, but I just don't have a place to record yet. I haven't settled anywhere. I'm moving around. Remember, I was in California, and then I came to Florida, and then soon I'm going to be moving to Washington next week. I'll be leaving this Friday, the 19th, Juneteenth. So the thing about it is that I don't have a specific location recording. It's really tough for me. So just bear with me. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm seeing people all the way from Ohio, Virginia, New York, Florida, of course. Wait, wait, rep, rep Florida. Uh, I've people from Texas, people in California, even people all the way from Belgium and Germany listen to my podcast. I really appreciate everybody that's there and listening. I love y'all. 
I don't know y'all, but I love y'all already, and thank you for just, I, I just just being there and just listen to it all. I'm I've been looking at the statistics, and I get at least on average about fifteen listens for every episode. And you know what? Even though it's not a lot, I love it because that I just know that whatever I'm saying, I know it's being valued somewhere, and I appreciate you for just doing that. You know, I don't put my I don't put my self-worth on other people and what they think of me. I've said that before. But I I do have one thing, and it's the fact that I, I struggle with my English. But I love that everybody has been very, you know, good and happy that I've been doing this. You know, even though my English isn't that great, I feel like I have so much knowledge and worth to put out there for everybody to listen to so anyway that's a long intro i'm sorry that it took that long but you know i just ramble sometimes i'm gonna cut myself right now and we're gonna start and go to ep2 of loki right now review and don't forget i'm telling you the timestamps of where i stopped so i can so you can go to that if you're watching it and know what i'm talking about i'm gonna be descriptive of everything i'm everything that i'm looking at in the storyline and also, I'm going to put the little um, sounds. I think it was a bell or a siren that I used for last episode. I'm going to keep using that for any time I go from one thought to the next. So just bear with it. I hope you're understanding. I actually got an outside perspective today that told me my episode was really good, my last one. And so I hope this one and the next one just keep on rolling. Uh, so yeah, thank you. Stop rambling, Jorge. Stop rambling. So we're going to start now. So recap from last episode, Loki episode one, we saw that Loki came and took the Tesseract from the events of Endgame and ended up on a different planet where he found indigenous people of that planet. I don't know what planet it was. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. They say it on the episode. But anyway, they take him, the TVA, the Time Variance Authorities. So my only problem with this is that I don't understand how Loki is the only one on trial. Why isn't literally Tony, Ant-Man, and Captain America on trial? Because it's it's their fault of why Loki's in the situation. I don't get this. I mean, we all know Tony's Tony situation, and I'm sorry to mention him. But it's their fault he's in that situation. But what I don't get too, right? It's Was it planned for the fact for Loki to end up in the TVA? You know what I mean? Because the TVA is going through some shit. And it's Loki that's creating the shit, right? But Loki is the only one that can help them defeat Loki. So was it planned? Was it not? You know, are they just... Did they create this timeline? I don't know where the, 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 the time creators or whatever they're called. To get Loki into the TVA so they can help him. But, but they put him in that situation. So now they hold him hostage and can use them to their benefit. That's a lot to think about, right? I don't know. I don't know. So let's on, let's just keep on going with the episode. I'm going to start it, and I'm going to sound that bell so you know I'm starting. So we're starting off the episode in 1985, where the TVA find themselves in Wisconsin in a medieval time festival where people are dressing up, you know, and, and exploring their there are other times, I don't know, they just dress up and eat um, turkey legs or something and hogs. So anyway, that's not the point. The point is that they're there for a variant. Hmm, who could that be? So I'm at 4 minutes and 51 seconds. And we see that the time variant 
has the power to mind control people. It didn't show who it was. You know, we're still in that mystery. It could be Loki for all we know because it makes sense for it to be Loki because in the Avengers movie, he had the, the mind stone and he was able to control people's minds. But the thing about it in this Loki episode, when he touched the person's forehead and, cha- and the, the, the commander, the TV commander, and, and mind controlled her, the color of her eyes turned green, different from what the Avengers um, movie was. I remember in the Avengers, it was that blue and then it turned black. So it could be something different. They could have a power. You know, they could be mutants or something. Never know. Never know. X-Men's in the Marvel Universe now. So a lot of possibilities. Or it could be just a, it could be Infinity Stone. We never know. But we continue. So the Nexus event is the branch of the timeline, the main timeline. And Loki is kind of getting quizzed. This is really good information of what happens if when you're there for too long or that time branch is existing too long so the tva the 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 agents the people that are out there in the field they have this basically a pd uh, little ipad looking thing right that goes on the watch uh, on the wrist like a watch type of thing right and it tells them you know how long they can be in that type in that time realm right that branch so if they go past that red line the person that's informing loki is like a, it's literally a cartoon tells us the the audience that the main timeline will destruct so basically that's why the tva is important if not you're gonna have chaos in the main timeline and then that's i mean let's be honest that's kind of obvious but i i want to have it confirmed written down it's a rule because we can't be assuming shit here. This is the Marvel. They're smart. They're good script writers. Please give us rules. So we can follow them and see if there's loopholes in those rules. By the way, I, I love how Loki has his own desk. And he has a suit now. As if he's working officially with the TVA. That, I think that's funny. A man that literally was a god. Now becoming a worker. Yo, that's That's ironic. So I'm at 7 minutes and 52 seconds. Something really cool to know is that uh, Loki, this Loki in this series, right? And the other Loki that they're looking for are two different variants, right? And these are not the only variants that they've looked for throughout the years. There's different variants. Appearance could be different. Their life goals are different. They might have different powers. So it's just crazy to think that I, I don't know how from one time timeline you break off into different loki's if it's just one loki am i crazy am i overthinking i think because it shows around this seven minutes and 52 seconds that there is a loki that looks somewhat like a ugly ogre or a hulk type of you know so like where does that come from you know what i mean if it's one timeline are you telling me that this loki escapes and goes and his goal is become a, a hulk you know what i mean is it, um, it could be, huh? it could be, never know, because Hulk did beat Loki in Avengers 1. He fucked them up, and maybe that Loki had a goal of becoming Hulk, so he can beat Hulk, or Banner, you know what I mean? I don't know, that's, that's a lot to think about, because there's only one timeline, but you're showing me different Lokis, according to appearance, powers, and everything. 
Like, how can you tell me that when there's only one timeline? There should be one Loki, and maybe they alter depending from after they they, they, they diverge from the timeline, they go become a little bit different, but not entirely different. So, yeah. Okay, I remember now. He just mentioned it. Uh, the reason why Loki is helping them is because in return, Loki's going to get an audience with the timekeepers. Those are the ones that created the timeline. So, remember that? Keep that in mind. I have to remember that because I forget myself. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm at 8 minutes and 48 seconds, and we have another important detail, and it's about time traveling. These are really big, big, important information that helps us understand the time travel rules in the Marvel Universe, the MCU. So, the team goes back in time to 1985, to when the original TVA was ambushed by the variant. And so, Loki asks this important question. Why can't we just go back in time to before the ambush? And Agent Morbius says, you can't do that. And, and it kind of makes sense. I think it's logical. But he's saying that that new branch, right, is it's it's different than the original, right? Because what's happening is that it's, it's cut off from the main timeline, right? So everything that's happening is in real time. It's always altering. So you can't just go back. Because you're going to create another timeline. And you're going to fuck everything up more. So just you have to just be there in real time. So you have to be at the present time of the past. Does that make sense? I think it makes logical sense. It There, there could be some loopholes. But you know what isn't loopholes? Because you're making your own rules of you know physics and space-time continuum in a series. One small detail I noticed was pretty cool. And it's not about the main storyline. But it's just the details in the background. So, I'm at 12 minutes and 48 seconds. Excuse me about that. And what I've noticed is that the background noise in the office is actually musical sound from the theorem. I, I, I'm butchering the name. But it's spelled T-H-E-R-E-M-I-N. Theorem. So, if you guys don't know about this instrument, go look it up. And I describe it as an electrical violin. It has a very unique sound to it. It sounds very similar to a violin, but it's futuristic. I, I don't know how to describe it. Go look at it. Look it up on YouTube. Just listen to someone play it, and you'll understand what I mean. So, uh, I forgot to mention. So, Agent uh, Morbius is in his office of his superior. I tried to look her up, and I couldn't tell what's her character name. But let's say they're right there, right? So this is 15 minutes and two, two seconds in. And there's one really important detail, right? And it's the fact that um, Agent Morbius is good-hearted because his director says, you just like broken things. So Agent Morbius likes to fix people, get them on the right path. And so he thinks that Loki, this Loki, right? Loki regular. The other one, which is the bad one, that they, the variant, we're going to call him Loki Chaotic or Chaos Loki, something like that, whatever comes out, but it's in that realm. So he thinks that the Loki from now, the one he's working with, is going to be good. But his, director's, his director says one thing, and she says that, no, that's impossible because the, the timekeepers, the people that created the time, are not, you know, don't, they have control on you know, who, who is who and how someone comes out. So you're telling me that they're omnipotent, they're all powerful, and they're also 
uh, omniscient. I think I said it right. It's a typical word for me. My bad. But omniscient, which means all um all knowing. So they know that, and they have the power to dictate how someone comes out. But then if that's true, right? And they always say the timekeeper always say that each Loki is bad. So why is this Loki different? You know why? Are they that invested into this case? That's what she said. She said they're very invested into the case. Why is that? Is it because the chaotic Loki is trying to take over the TVA? Or is it because maybe they have a conspiracy theory and Loki is trying to um, take down the TVA? I don't know. There could be many things. I think that, I honestly think that Loki, after acknowledging that the time, the Infinity Stones mean nothing compared to the TVA's power that he wants to take over the TVA. So maybe that makes sense. Maybe he wants to take over the TVA. Especially after acknowledging that the, the, the Infinity Stones mean nothing compared to the power of the TVA. Maybe. Or maybe what happened is that Loki, the chaotic Loki, my bad, was in the same situation as the Loki, you know, Agent Morbius is working with. And he went through the same path and he and he, he did end up getting the audience with the timekeepers. And then he did some mischievous shit. Mischievous shit. Never know. There's a lot of things that could play out. I like it because it makes me think. But anyway, next thing is that it's incredible that uh, Agent Morbius said, hey, how are the timekeepers? That's exactly how he said it. And his director said, you know, you know how they are. They're doing. And it, he he says that he'd never met them before. That's incredible to think that his own creators, that they're able to get access to, right? In this world, they're gods, right? Cannot come and just meet them once. Kind of saddening. Because um, he, they have the power to. And this, this, this Marvel, you know, I'm not trying to get religious. I'm just meaning this, you know, in the Marvel. Um... It's incredible because they were created just to work for the TVA. That the, the timekeepers are their bosses, or basically like the CEO of the company. And even even in the companies I've worked for, I've seen the CEO before. Why can't the timekeepers come down and like meet them, uh, reassure them that you know their job it's was well worth it at least. You know, that's all they're created for. Come on. Give them, give them some satisfaction at least. Whoa, come on. Okay, another mini stop. So 15 minutes and three seconds in. <laughs> I'm literally one second past from the other second I was at when I was talking. So Agent Morbius, I don't know why. So he signs this piece of paper and it's an event report. So I'm assuming that anytime someone fucks up, they have to uh, sign documents, right? Paperwork, like any job, right? And maybe he's acknowledging that maybe he messed up in this uh, in this event, right? In this branch nexus that broke off. And I don't know why he has to call this out. He points out the Franklin Theodore Roosevelt High School. What does that even mean? Why is it that important? He, he says something about it. He basically says, oh, you still have this. Like, okay, is this, does this, is this an Easter egg or does it go to the main plot of the story? Because I read a book about storytelling, right? And it always says, it always says that if you're going to persist something in a story, it always has to have a meaning. Especially if it, you know, if it's going to take time out of the story. I mean, it only takes about two seconds away from the main story. 
but never know. Maybe those two seconds means a lot. But I've seen like, for instance, I've seen movies where they present a whole side thing, a whole side story, and at the end it meant nothing. That is very frustrating. But anyway, back to this. So uh, actually, so actually, I did some research right now, and I looked up the Franklin Theodore Roosevelt High School uh, reference in Marvel. And nothing comes up for the comic books, right? And um, you probably think, oh, maybe that's that's weird. And then you probably think, what about Spider-Man? Mm. Spider-Man went for, to a fictional high school, uh, Midtown High School. Um, what, what else? You could probably think it's a clue for something. And what I'm reading here online is that probably it could mean nothing or it could mean something. But here's a clue of why it could mean nothing. If you remember in WandaVision, they mentioned Mephisto... They also mentioned the aerospace engineer. I don't know if you remember that. They said, oh, I know a person that could help us. The aerospace, he's an aerospace engineer. And we actually never end up finding out who it was. And so this could be the same thing, just a clue to throw us off. Or it could actually mean something. All these three clues could actually come together. The Grim Reaper, Mephisto, the aerospace engineer, it could all mean something. You never know. I, that's what I love about this. There's so much things it could mean. So, uh, actually, I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, Agent Morbius, like two seconds after, he says this pen is probably from the analyst, which was exactly what, you know, uh, Agent Morbius counterpart, right? He's an analyst. An analyst. So, he says this is from the analyst you keep on the side. What does that mean? Who is the analyst he keeps on the side? Huh? Someone that also... Maybe someone better than Agent Morbius? Someone that's like... Like the expert level matter in, in fucking timekeeping? I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of things. So, uh... Actually... So we're back at the... Basically office... And Agent Morbius tells Loki, hey, get to work and look up the variants and tell me basically your perspective of them. You know, give me the inside scoop. And so Loki, you know, as mischief is gone, he decides to go and find out more information about the TVA. So he basically finds a librarian, quote unquote, and he says, hey, what information or not? Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of time. So he basically says, hey. Can I get information on how the TV was created? Classified. He asked, how uh, can I get information of the beginning of time? Classified. He also asked, uh, can I get the information at a time? Classified. And so he asked, what can I get? And she gives him a file. He goes back and sits down. And the first thing on that file, incredible and sad at the same time, it says event inquiry. Destruction of Asgard. I'm trying to see the details, and it's actually really hard to just read out what it says in the print. They're kind of small letters. This is something that you might have to look up, like on YouTube or a picture or something. But anyway, destruction of Asgard. So basically, the timekeepers approve the destruction as as Asgard. So it's basically saying that they're all powerful. They're omnipotent. And so they can control literally everything. That is such a crazy power to have. That At least there's three of them. So I, I think they keep this themselves in check. That's an assumption I have. So uh, actually, 
So they started zooming into the paper and it shows annihilation of the um, Asgardian planet, right? I'm not I'm not I'm not kidding you. Loki's about to cry. He's, he's about to break down. When have you seen Loki freaking cry like that? Or no, almost crying. Sad. Sad. This Loki might be different than the other variants Loki's. Maybe. Or maybe we're being played. I feel like we're being played. That's me. So, uh, actually. So, looking at that Asgard Invent Inquiry uh, page. Loki had an idea. An idea, by the way, this is, I'm at 25 minutes. Uh, the idea is that the variant Loki is in Ragnarok, in the apocalypse. And the reason why is because, and it kind of makes logical sense, right? So he, the good Loki, right? The Loki, not good, but the Loki, the regular Loki, thinks that the chaotic Loki goes to the Ragnarok, any of them, any apocalypse one, right? any form of the timeline, right, of Ragnarok, because apocalypse is going to happen there anyway, everything's going to be destroyed anyway, so no matter if he's there or not, you know, what does it really matter, is it disruption of the time, maybe not, because he he's going to go somewhere that's going to be destroyed anyway, that kind of makes sense, I think that's, that in, in my mind, I'm trying to analyze to see if there's anything weird about it, and it makes sense. I think it's a good way to avoid a loophole. And so Loki and Agent Morbius are going to test that theory. Um, Morbius doesn't want to go because he's afraid he's going to get stabbed in the back. But uh, Loki, <laughs> funny thing, Loki was like, but I'm not going to do it. But um, Morbius said, but you've done it to like 50 times. I've studied your whole life. And um, Loki said, well, you know, maybe I'm tired of it. It got old. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I just love that they're really breaking down Loki in the series, and he kind of hates it. But at the same time, it's it's kind of a game to him. So, uh, actually, so to test his theory, they go uh, to Pompeii, Italy, when the, you all got to know that this is history, right? This kind of like basic history. So Pompeii is a little island off of Italy where there was a volcano, and it destroyed the whole island. And people died in the volcanic uh, material and made them rock, right? So to test this, they go to Pompeii, see if Loki's there, the chaotic Loki. And it's funny because Loki, um, Morbius already says, hey, you know, we got to be careful. We can't alter the time because it's going to create a branch. And Loki's like, no, it won't because this is the apocalypse. It's going to happen no matter what. It's going to kill everybody. And so he basically don't give a fuck. And he says, yo, y'all are going to die. I'm from the future. That volcano is going to explode. And everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like you said, volcano explodes, right? But even though there was uh, some difference in the timeline from the original timeline from Loki doing all this, right? And warning people, there is zero variance energy, meaning that it did not cause a branch. And it makes sense because why would it if you know, the the end of that area is going to happen anyway. You know, no matter if little Johnny was not in point A, but now he's point D somewhere else, you know, why would it matter if he's still going to die? That, that actually makes very logical sense to me. I'm trying to think in like a scientific sense. So, uh, actually, so in conclusion, 
since there is no breaking of the branches, right? No br variation being made, no nexus being made in the original timeline. Basically, the TVA wouldn't know that Loki was in that in that specific time zone. So he can hide in these areas, not time zone, time time area. So basically, um, he can hide in these loopholes in time where no matter what happens, it's going to play out the same way. It's fucking smart for Loki. A man of mischief? In the same time, I would be afraid to play hide and go seek with him. Like this guy, literally, you will, you will count one to ten and spin around in the corner. Next thing you know, you say, ready or not, here I come. Then the minis start walking. Like literally, let's say if there's if you're playing in tag, right? Or hide and go seek in a room that's four by four, right? Four feet by four feet. You, you count, then you look around. He's gone. I'd be pissed. He's literally somewhere else. He's another dimension. He's in a different time of of humanity. <laughs> Don't play with this guy. He knows what he's doing. So, uh, actually, so I like this scene here. And it's about um, at 30 minutes-ish. And um, Loki and um, Agent uh, Morbius were looking through files to see every um, aspect of Apocalypse throughout time. It's a lot of work, of course. So they kind of go and take a break and go to the lunchroom. And they start talking about basically uh, Morbius's life. Loki says, like, you know, it's crazy how you just accept this life where you're created and this is all you do. The TV is your life. And it just brings back to everything that that I, I, I support in my life. And it's the fact that your work shouldn't be all you believe in all you do your work shouldn't be life because you end up like morbius where he doesn't know does he even know himself and the reason why we got to that point is because loki as morbius why do you have that magazine on your desk and that magazine was basically a magazine about jeskies and morbius says well in, in the small time in 1999 it's when the jeskies were like high in fashion and trend and he's always wanted to write one and loki says why you don't just go write one and he says, well, you know, I can't, you know, it's just how it is. He can't go out and, you know, do that because he's going to make a, um, a nexus in the timeline. And it's kind of sad how that's exactly how it goes. So basically this whole, you know, talk is deep down talking about not religion, because even though it's, it's, it sounds like religion, where Loki's saying you can't believe that the three lizards created you. And, you know, for this, and, you know, for that, and, you know, all you do is this, and you only believe in that. But it's talking about work. It's talking about, it's, it's subliminal. It's talking about how people just give themselves to work, and they don't know anything else. This is what they believe in, and they don't adapt, or not adapt, they don't accept change in their life. And it's funny because uh, Morbius says that Loki's a child, which, which... And the reason, and, and it's funny because I've, I've been told that people think I'm crazy because I'm doing things that I, that's not common to people. I don't want to go into myself like that that much, but I'm just saying, you know, it's very subliminal. You have to break down what everything means in series. So basically, don't accept what life is. Make your own path. And that's what Loki does. And that's what the TVA don't like about him. He's always making his own path. Very, very philosophical. So, uh, actually, 
So anyway, the idea of Loki being a child gave Morbius an, an idea. And it's the fact that Loki one time left an, a clue. And it's the fact that he left his gum or candy, better said, in uh, one of his um, variant, one of his nexus, you know, when they came to investigate. So anyway, uh, that made him think, hey, this bubble gum was only sold from this year to this year. So let's cross-reference all the apocalypse that happened during that time. And they found a potential area in Alabama. So, uh, actually, but I have a question. And my question is, how does Loki know about all these apocalypse? And the only way to know this is the fact that he worked in TVA. Maybe, like I said, he's going through the same path that this Loki is going through. I mean, I don't know. There's no way he can know all this information by just pure guess. So, uh, actually, by the way, I, I forgot to mention. So, every time that um, Loki finds the TVA uh, agents out in the field, he ambushes them and then he steals these uh, reset chargers. So, basically, they're this machine that they put out in the field anytime they have to reset the timeline. Uh, he's stealing. He stole ten already, and that's a lot. So let's see what's what's his plan. Like, what is he using for? Is he using gonna use it for the timekeepers? Reset them. Start from the beginning, so he can then take over the timeline. Oh my gosh, I'd be crazy. That is actually the true power, like the most powerful thing he can do instead of the the Infinity Stones. Just think about that. Oh my gosh. So uh, actually. So they're testing the theory and now they're going to 2050 uh, to Alabama, like I said. They got approved from the superior, the director, and they're going to this supermarket, this grocery store called Rock's Cart in Alabama. I actually looked it up and there's nothing. This actually is part of the series, the Loki series. There's no reference anywhere else. But anyway, they're coming back to this timeline because it would be the perfect place for Loki to hide because it's a grocery store on going through a hurricane, a category five hurricane, I would assume, because it's destroying everything. That's over 230 miles per hour winds, you know? And so he's hiding there. Imagine he just comes back to it every single time. There's food, shelter, I mean, for a limited amount of time, but it's still, and you know, in hurricanes, I don't know if you've been through hurricanes, but if you haven't, hurricanes take a long time. It's not like an earthquake that is like, I don't know how long an earthquake lasts because I haven't been through one. But I would think an earthquake is like maybe seconds. And so a hurricane can last days. So imagine you can stick it out through there and then just go back in time and start the whole cycle again. Smart. So uh, actually. Oh, wow. So updates. We're at 39 minutes, 31 seconds. And like I said, they're in the grocery store in Alabama. And one of the commanders, uh, the, leader, the leader of the commanders, right? tells Morbius he, he's gonna follow me and so they go and they find this guy and it's not really that important but they find this guy and he's kind of like selling apparently buying buying a plant during the hurricane and Loki's like I mean the commander asks Loki could that be you in disguise Loki says could be so anyway uh the commander makes the guy the guy fall but you see this green color the same green color at the beginning of the episode go through her her arm as if 
mind control or she might control him or something. I'm not sure. And then it happened to be that the guy fell and it happens to be that the commander presented him presented herself as Loki. So Loki was hiding in her body or she's going to mind controlling her, her body. I'm not sure yet, but it's, um, he's in the store confirmed. He's there in that timeline. It's scary because it actually be, could be time for Loki and chaotic Loki to make a plan together. Hmm. Or was this already supposed to happen? I can't tell. I don't know what's real or not anymore. I don't know what's supposed to happen and what's not supposed to happen. So, uh, actually, okay, okay, okay. So we're at 40 minutes and what is it? Uh, 49 seconds. So they're talking and the chaotic Loki is like, oh, it's incredible that you're working for the TVA. And that makes me think, so does this Loki never went through the same path as the regular Loki that we that we see in the show? And, and something else that's crazy is that the, the Loki is not there physically, I think. But he somehow is passing his soul from body to body because he, he gets to touch people and his soul is being transferred or something. I don't know. Or his mind control, but it just, it's green. And the only thing that's green in the infinity in, in, in Marvel, the MCU, when it comes to that, it's uh, the, the, the time stone. And by the time stone, you can't use it to mind control or switch your soul or something. Even the soul stone is is that orangey yellow color or yellow better said that gold yellow color and then oh my god just so much i don't know because the mind stone was yellow if i yeah yellow if i remember my bad or was it not i have to look it up i don't remember exactly so uh actually sorry i'm so so sorry mind stone is yellow and the soul stone is orange Sorry, but I but I but I do remember that the Infinity Stone. I mean, the Infinity Stone of Time is green, but it doesn't have that ability. I don't know. You know what's also a lost an a lost opportunity. Loki could have came to the the regular. You know, every time he comes to Earth, right, or the regular timeline, he could just bring an Infinity Stone, and play with magic. You know, I don't know, do something. I don't know if I was him. In first episode, when I saw all those Infinity Stones, I would have just brought them with me. At least one of everything. Mega, mega, mega lost opportunity right there. So, uh, actually, what did I tell you? We're at 41 minutes and 50 seconds, and Loki, our regular Loki, purposely was looking for the chaotic Loki. And why? He just told them he wants to overthrow the timekeepers. What did I tell you? There's no other reason why he would, you know, work for the TVA. But then, from my understanding, the timekeepers should know this already because they control the flow of time. They're omnipotent and they're omniscient, if I said it right. So they must know everything that goes on. So it's impossible for him to overthrow the timekeepers because the timekeepers will prevent this. Or maybe Loki is the timekeeper <gasps> all along. I don't know. I'm. This is probably all spoilers for all we know. Never know. But I've been kind of right up to now. I already knew that he wanted to overthrow the timekeepers. That's easy, right? So why could can this be another reason, another possible end to the series? Loki being the all-powerful timekeeper, the, the controller of time. Yo, that gets him hard. <laughs> that gets him hard. That gets him excited. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, actually, okay, another thing. We're at 43 minutes and 39 seconds. I see that the episode is at 40 minutes right now. A lot of good information going on right here. I'm spitting right now. So, um, Morbius and some of the other agents or officers find them, uh, find the original um, person, the original officer that Loki took hostage at the beginning of the episode. And she's, she basically is in hysteric mode, scared, anxious, and she keeps saying, I, I, I gave everything up. I gave him everything. I gave him everything. And she what she says is that she gave him all the information of how to find the, um, the what's it called, the other agents where everybody's at, how to locate everybody in TVA. And I don't think she physically gave him anything. I, I purposely think that Loki, when he had when he controls somebody's body, he has the ability to to know everything that's in their mind. And the reason why I say this is because um, remember when I said that when they arrive to the grocery store, the commander told Loki, "You're coming with me because I don't trust you." Loki, you know when he was. This guy's another body. He touched her. She became Loki, right? Like a transfer of soul or mind control. He then transferred to somebody else a few minutes ago as, as Randy, a store, a store employee. So the thing about it is that she, every time you, Loki transferred from body to body, that previous body collapses as if he falls into a short knockout body shuts down for a second to recover um she wakes up and she looks like I'm, I'm this is just me analyzing the scene there was no words she looks like she doesn't know where or who she is and i feel like every time he goes from body to body he steals their information like a computer like he has a storage like a, a like a, a big external storage and he takes it with him and he just plugs into the computer and steal any information he wants. Yo, that'd be next level shit. But I, I'm telling you, this is how it is, and I'm and I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. So, uh, actually, by the way, really funny. Uh, this is something that always goes around my mind. He just said the word schedule instead of schedule. Schedule. I, I think I'm butchering it wrong, but schedule. That's how it should be. S C H. It's not scare. It's sh. It's just funny. I don't know. I like that. I'm, I'm really into words and, and and trying to better the way I speak. And so I always think about how am I saying words. So it's just funny how he said that. So uh, actually, small Easter egg at exactly forty three forty nine. There is like a picture in the background. It's it's a lit like it has a, a light around it. Picture of Spider Man. It looks like Spider-Man, but in reality, it was like Alien, uh, the Alien brand, the Alien headphones. It kind of looks that, but in reality, it looks like Spider-Man, a, uh, a symbol of Spider-Man. Not the spider, but the head shape. So, uh, actually... Wow! Wow, 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 wow. I just... Oh, wow. I just finished the episode. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I literally, this is seconds after the last thing I said. Um, oh my gosh. 
so 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 the chaotic Loki comes and this lets his soul go or body. I, I don't know exactly how it works, right? But he let himself go and he presented himself to the episode, right? And, you know, um, she, she, uh, he comes up and he takes off his robe, you know, because he's, of course, you got to be like, um, your introduction has to be very epic, right? You know, coming from the darkness and comes out into the light takes off his robe right and it's a female loki oh my fucking gosh i think it's a female loki from my understanding because it has the horns like loki does but they're just smaller uh and oh my gosh it's so crazy and then the the time the re, re, the time the reset charger she had she had a few of them i, I don't know exactly what she did but she turned them on and somehow, some way, um, teleported them somewhere else. I, I'm not understanding exactly what, what went on, uh, but um, she basically caused a, a time rapture in the main timeline. And you had basically fifty fucking breakages at the same time. And the TVA is going fucking crazy. And she tells Loki. Basically, she, she, she disappears in this time and she has a portal open and she disappears and she leaves it open for Loki, our Loki, you know, hoping that he jumps in and he starts working with her. So basically, he jumped in and now the the, the, the series from now on is going to be epic. Oh, my gosh. That was a fucking good episode. Oh, my fucking gosh. I don't know. I don't know how the hell I ended up talking for 45 minutes, but that was fucking epic. The end, it was, it literally, it happened in less than three minutes, everything. It was just kind of crazy. I wasn't expecting that. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Oh my God. I got to get my rating now. So, uh, actually, so I already talked about everything. Recap, uh, Loki was pretending to be a bad guy the whole time. Now he's not, uh, he's, he's, he's an anti-hero of always, right? He's, he, he always does what he wants at his benefit, right? And the plot twist is the female Loki, now what we thought it was going to be, right? This is something completely different. Uh, and now he escaped and he's working with his counterpart from a different timeline. Why does she assist? Is it because she found out that the TVA authorized the end of Asgard? I don't know. Maybe that's motives for her. Or I don't know. Or maybe she just hates losing from to the Avengers and Thanos and everything. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. I love the fact that it's time. Time with time, you can do a lot of stuff. You can do a, it. Could be really good or it could be really fucking bad. Like for instance, <laughs> time. Um, what's it called? Hot tub time machine. Even that one was pretty good for being a dumb movie. So basically, time using time and time machine, time everything, can make a really good plot out of anything. So. Uh, I give the episode hands down, hands down, hands down, hands down, like a 94 uh, out of 10, 9.4 out of 10. Loved it. Loved it. I recommend it for you guys. It's really good. So, uh, actually. So, anyway, that is the end of the episode. Oh, my gosh. We have 47 minutes now. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed everything I said. I hope it all comes out. 
uh, up to now, almost everything I said came out. I not the part that you know it's a female Loki because I wasn't expecting that. But oof, mind blown. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Important, important, important. Follow me on Instagram at georgiefigs.com at georgiefigs.com, and don't forget to follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Uh, it lets me know who's listening, what's wrong, what I'm doing good, what I'm doing bad. Like, for instance, the rap I did the other day, oh, my gosh, I don't want to acknowledge it, but um, it was bad. <laughs> but you know what? I don't care because I put myself out there. Um, a lot of y'all probably didn't like it. Um, it was something happened with it, actually, that it was offbeat. But when I recorded it, it wasn't offbeat. I think it's because I was moving the audio a lot when I was editing. I fucked it up. I think it was me. But um, I will try to do that again. Actually, with my my friend Jose, he's good at rapping. So we're gonna try later down the road and maybe make a song. But anyway, that I I, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye bye. This is a Georgie Fake Show. This is a Georgie Fake Show. I hope you enjoyed the time you're with me. I hope you enjoyed the time you're with me.